0: National Football League talk every Tuesday with Beau Marchant. Covering the NFL Draft at college dot com and the NFL Draft Bible. Covering the Steelers for Sports Illustrated. Living and running in Eastern Ohio and on Twitter X at Beau Marchant. Here's Beau with Bryant and Brett.
1: Beau Marchant joins us now to talk the NFL. Beau, thanks so much for joining us. I want to start off with the game that we saw last night, Monday Night Football. What a thriller it was. We didn't know really um, either quarterback if they would play. We felt good about Jalen Hurts. Um, reports came out uh, that Geno was out and was going to be active, but then uh, we saw Drew Locke in the drive that Drew Locke went on um, in the final two minutes of that game last night. The throw he made and the catch Jackson Smith and Jigba made in the end zone um, in the game winner for uh, for the Seahawks was incredible. I mean, wh- that game was awesome last night.
2: It was awesome. And I'm not going to lie. So I'm sitting on the couch and watching the game. And Joe Buck says, first to 92. And then I don't remember a single thing. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs>
0: That's right.
2: <laughs> I wake up about eight minutes later because they were interviewing Drew Locke. I'm oh, no. like, oh, wow. I missed something. So I, obviously. <laughs> I rewound the game and then I watched them drive down the field, their 92 yeah, yards, and, and make that connection. Yeah, and a great, great catch by the rookie. Big, big play. An incredible finish for Seattle to mm-hmm. kind of keep their card hopes alive. And a disappointing loss for Philadelphia, three in a row. And we know they're struggling, uh, you know, just to kind of, you know, find that rhythm that they had, you know, prior to this losing streak and the rhythm that they had, you know, going into the NFC Championship, which led to the Super Bowl they lost. But, uh, you know, still plenty of time. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 you know, just because it's such a topsy turvy league, it's not time to press the panic button by any means. But uh, you definitely want to kind of rid yourself of whatever sickness they have before the playoffs start. Yeah.
0: Philadelphia back home last night. Philly time five in the morning. <laughs>
2: uh, ah, yeah. geez I don't know, but that's a, you know, yeah. at least it's the red eye, and you lost, <laughs> so you're probably not really celebrating much. So yeah. it's just a day
0: off time today. To- yeah, and put they, your head and they play down. on Monday next week. But yeah. Joe Joe Buck had another great nugget last night. And I started to use this on big number of the day. Mm. Johnny, let's see if I if we had to go back, would I would I have salvaged the W today. He said last night the Eagles on the on on the goal line play on the tush push. Don't forget my big number, Johnny. Don't let them. They forget have scored it. 15 times this year with that. Wow. The rest of the league. The rest of the league, 31 other teams. 13 times with the leader being three. Holy cow. That's incredible.
2: Brett, you (laughs) would have won. You would have won, Brett. You would have won if you would have had that number.
0: The stupid decimal point, didn't
2: I? Yes, the the decimal point. Um, That's what throws it off. See what I deal with, (laughs) though. Whatever. You know, I I like it. You know, there's so much uh, controversy with the play. Uh, and I'll, even when they talk about injuries, I'm not one to say that I've seen every uh, push, push that uh, throughout the league every single weekend. <laughs> but I know I, the injuries. I don't really see guys coming off the field for that particular play. It's just I, I like it because it is an unstoppable thing that they've crafted. Uh, mm-hmm. Any other team can try to duplicate it; they just don't have the success. So I don't want to penalize Philadelphia exactly. for it.
0: Uh, I mean, hey, let like, like in baseball. Let's penalize yeah. that team that hits behind the runner. Will yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I like it, and I, I I'm not gonna again. They can show me stats or statistics saying this is a play where guys get hurt. Uh you know, at least when I watch Philly, I don't remember a time where there was some serious injury where they were calling out the card. I mean, yeah, it's it's almost a subtle play in a weird way. It just kind of you know they're just pushing and you know. I it's think it's
0: the ultimate play. football low man wins. Mm. It uh-huh. almost ha- it's all it almost replicates blocking sled technique. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we watch ball. the Boston play. That's what they're doing. If I was Kyle
2: Shanahan or any one of these top teams in the NFC or any team really, I would be going out. I'd, Australian rules rugby, whatever that is, I would be hiring and flying those guys to my facility, and I would teach the technique on how to stop that just for the day that when we meet the Philadelphia Eagles and they go and they plan on going it for it on fourth and two, fourth and one, anywhere basically they're going to go for it, but then that distance. And, uh, and kind of stymie them and, and shut them down. But, uh, again, it, it's a lot of controversy surrounding it. I I don't find it criminal at all. I, I, I mean, kind of enjoy it just because yeah. it's just there's very few things that you can see in sports where you're almost saying, well, this is a guarantee.
0: <laughs> I, I was at a, a party last night with a lot, a lot of sports people, and when Joe Buck threw out that num- n- nugget, somebody said, that's the nugget game note of the year.
2: Yeah, that is a fantastic nugget. Uh and it yeah, you know, and it we you know we might not know the, the success rate of other teams, but we know when Philadelphia runs that particular play, the success. It on rate, the board. Yeah, it's off the charts. And, uh and, and Jalen does, and we know his you know, the, what he's able to squat and the power that he can do himself and Kelsey gets a great push and as you said, he gets low and they get the defenders off the ball and it's it's just that wave. It's just fun watching that wave of defenders just going the opposite direction when they're trying their darnest to go the other
0: way. Both Saturday you will be at Acrisure Stadium for Steelers hosting the Bengals. It will be the 51st anniversary of the Immaculate Reception December 23rd 1972 with the Steelers trailing 7 to 6. The ball bounced around in Franco Harris. He scooped it up barely, barely before it hit the turf. And really, the Steelers, the rest is history. This run they've been on under three coaches, Noel Cowher, now Mike Tomlin. I, 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 and I think that game was on a Saturday afternoon in 72. I remember watching it in, 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 intently when, when, when it when it happened. Don't want to be too wild about this. It's not must-win Saturday but Mike Tomlin needs to end this year pretty well, doesn't he? He's not in job jeopardy, is he?
2: Yeah, we were talking earlier, um, you and I, and we were texting, and I I think this year he'll get a pass. Just say if they hypothetically lose the next three games. Just say they finish 7-10, and 10, his first losing season as an NFL coach. If they go in the next season and you kind of start off and you really they really drop the ball, then I could really see a serious discussion where maybe the Runnies elect you just to kind of change the face and, and go in another direction. But, you know, Tomlin, you know, this is when he's at his best, when the, you know, when they're really down for the count. And um, a lot of us on the media side of the steers have joked around that, you know, we, our money is on, you know, uh, January seventh, when we're in Baltimore huh. and they're playing the Ravens, that somehow, some weird way, that they'll be I would
0: in in the
2: position to get a wild card. They'll, you know, they'll they'll need a lot of scenarios, and they might not make it. You know, this team will have to do this, and this team will have to do that, and but it's just how the Steelers end up playing. But Tomlin definitely is in a uh, a curious pickle in this part of his career, especially the way that the teams, you know, if Arizona and New England when they came into aquashore if they weren't you know what the records that they were and leaving with victories it might have been a different attitude but you know two of the teams the way that they've played all year and you allowed both of those teams to walk out with wins that that's the one that really hurts and again Pickett's really didn't take that next step Mm -hmm. now they're they're turning to mason rudolph after trubisky you know wasn't able to kind of light a fire and ignite the offense so you know they're they're grasping at all straws and They got a hot, hot Jake Browning coming in, a hot Cincinnati's team. And uh, even I know the Steelers had a good offensive performance um, against them when they went on the road and beat Cincinnati a few weeks back. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Browning looked good in that particular game as well. So (laughs) the the Steelers are going to have their hands full this Saturday.
1: Yeah, no, they absolutely are. But I'll tell you, I mean, you're giving me some confidence. I had a buddy earlier today text me and say, "Hey, Cincinnati on the road with Jake Browning as their starting quarterback's a favorite against Steelers. We've got to hammer the Steelers."
0: I agree. <laughs> I hammered them. So I'm, if, if I go down, I'm gonna go down swinging with Tom. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, every single time. <laughs> it's, a, it's yeah.
0: A,
2: it, I, I I don't. I mean, I've said it a lot. You know, I think his biggest <laughs> his biggest curse is. That team isn't that good, right? You know when you and I've been in that locker room a long time. James Barrier, Lawrence Timmons, Troy Palomalu, Casey Hanum, Alan Fanica. You know you're talking about high caliber players, Mm -hmm. and you know you look around and it's nothing to say, but you know the talent of those guys aren't the talent that they have now. But yet Tomlin is able to keep the team above water, to keep them, you know, from really, really suffering a horrific, horrendous disgusting record Mm -hmm. and uh while he's able to maintain that and they finish eight and eight i do think a lot of other coaches might be you know just before they went to you know the six the 17 game season eight and eight you know i think a lot of those guys might have been five and eleven uh you know six and ten and uh those are the wins he's able to get and you know it you know he does have to take some of the blame but nonetheless uh we know he's a fantastic coach and uh again if anybody's going to do it and, uh, you know, it, 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 Tomlin at least has the coaching ability to, you know, muster up a couple wins uh, before this thing's over in
0: 2023. Do, do any of the Roonies ever make themselves available for public comment?
2: Um, They have certain days. Uh, you know, there's always some weird day where there's something going on. Or, or sometimes um, – you know, the, uh, you know, the uh, Marco Boley of the Athletic, or maybe Brooke Breyer, ESPN, or uh, Jerry Dulak of the Pittsburgh, Gazette, that, you know, the, the high profile writers, uh, you know, they'll get an opportunity to uh, get a little bit more. Uh, but
0: they don't do a local talk show like Jerry Jones does. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> do they even know the call letters of the local talk shows? <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. Well, you know, the one thing. Um, that there, I remember
2: at camp a few years ago. This is when Mr. Rooney passed away, Dan. And uh, I remember Art Rooney. He came. He was uh, there was a newscaster that just lost his father, and, and he walked up to him and he said, "Hey, uh, you know, I heard about the loss of your father. I know I'm, I'm going through the same thing, or something along those lines." But it's a it's a very you know everybody always talks about the culture and, and how it is in, in Pittsburgh, and you know, I just think that's sort of a you know they're well aware of who those people are, and and they treat them like family. And I just think, again, for an owner of a team to walk up to one of those guys and 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 say something like that, I just think that it just shows that there is a it does a responsibility. They got a heart, you know. Caring, you know, it's just not about you know. Hey, I'm the owner, and you know, I'm I'm gonna walk around here and and uh, you know again. And listen, Brett, you guys know. There's so many times we're so blessed to be able to do what we do, but there are those weird moments where you kinda of you you know, you kinda of pinch yourself and I mean I do I'm getting goosebumps right now just saying that but when I'm in Latrobe watching camp and Mr. Rooney's just you know, he's roaming around and he might just walk up. Everything you feels and, right in the world. Yeah, and he just walks up and now you're you know, you're standing there on the sidelines, Latrobe yeah. with Mr. Rooney and he might just say, How's it going? And you're like, How Great your Mr. Summer. Rooney yeah, and you're like, wow, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: And and Bo, you know, I've often very favorably, uh, respectfully compared the Steelers to the St. Louis Cardinals, and I know what firing a manager what it starts. You think you're, you know, we, we, Tony Russo retired, and it, you know, it just felt I was all for Mike Matheny. Mm-hmm. You know, not, had never managed, but organizational guy, Cardinal guy. Didn't work. Then Shield. now. Ollie Marmol. That first domino that falls, it really sets them off. The Steelers could look up and if if they parted ways with Mike Tomlin this year or next, and six years from now be on their third coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you know, and it kind of like the Bill Belichick type thing. If something would happen to Tomlin, I mean, Tomlin will be hired tomorrow, and uh, you know, he you know, it's it's one of those type of things. It's, I, I, the talent roster wise isn't there the quarterback they need to challenge the top teams isn't there and that's something that goes internally down to the scouting department upper management and along with Tomlin I know he has you know his say in that as well so uh you know they're in a real conundrum with Pickett just because they missed on Dan Marino he was a pit guy a local guy I know Pickett's from Jersey but nonetheless he played his football pit right next door to the Steelers facility they see him every weekend. They see him day in, day out. So I, I think – not to say that they took him because they don't want to miss on a Marino, but I, I think there had to be just a little bit of that, you know, we can't let this guy go because if he ends up being something even close to Marino, it's going to be hard for us to get past And it. they but took uh, him
0: over Matt Corral because I, I've told the story, the yeah. the Steelers scout that was at every single Ole Miss <laughs> game in 2021 scouting Matt Corral. Yeah.
2: But, you know, you got to do your homework. I and mean, you know that's why these teams are on the road. Uh, you know, I talk, You know, the guys that I know who you know they're you know they're in and out all the time, different places, and you know, and you know you're going in, and I'm going in the week following. We're taking our notes, kind of, kind of coming back, and you know, you make your. But there's such a long way to go. But Pittsburgh needs to get uh, roster better, and um, Cam Hayward, uh, he's kind of like the, you know, the last man standing. Uh, you know, uh, TJ Watt's a fabulous player. He's a leader. Um, Najee Harris, uh, you know, he is a leader internally, and uh, but those guys still, uh, you know, uh, Cam is really the face internally of that franchise, and uh, it's, that, I think, the Steelers way or that culture, you know, those guys are going to have to really kind of pick up and kind of extract as much of Cam Hayward as they can before he eventually, you know, kind of fades off into the sunset and, you know, and finds retirement on his doorstep.
1: Yeah, uh, Bo. I got to give you credit because you've been on the Bills for for a while, and you were ahead of the curve. Sounds like you know, it seems like now the national media kind of hopped on the Bills bandwagon, but you were on it first. Um, so I'm hoping because of that, you can give me somewhat of a positive outlook of what happened uh, to me and Brett's beloved Cowboys on Sunday. <laughs> I was crushed. I was too. Yeah,
2: it was an ugly. You know, I, I think one of the worst ways to lose a football game. If you know, it you know you can lose. 31 to 10, but when you just get the ball run down your throat like James mm-hmm. Cook and the Bills team was able to do, I, it's just, we know it's just power football. It's old school football. It made it, you like you it. Know, yeah, and mm. then that, I think that's the disappointing thing is, you know, it, it wasn't like they were, oh, you know, these are some deep passes, to Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis. Uh, you know, this was just them really, really just saying, hey, you know, here we come and, you know, we're going to do, uh, you know, we're going to run it on you and we're going to run it a lot with success. You know, I told you. You know that I think them and they listen. The the Cowboys have beaten the Eagles before. It wasn't like this was the first time. But you know, two weeks ago when they 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 beat Philly, big win. You know, they're on pace to win the division. And you know, now all these scenarios are. You know, can they be the number one seed? I told you that's that's really when. uh, You know, that's you got to keep that momentum up. And you know, it's kind of like you know to be the champion, you got to beat the champion. You just can't fight them as good as you know, and we all know that, but. I just think the Bills are a good football team. They're they're clicking on all cylinders and they are really their backs are against the wall. I mean, there is no room for error. They're a desperate team. They're a desperate, dangerous team. And I just think they caught the Cowboys at the right moment. Maybe if this game's played week three, we find a different outcome because there's, you know, you every week's important, but you know there's just not that panic button. You know, if this, just say, the game's in week three, you know, you don't know what your record is going down the stretch. You want to win the game, but now we know what, you know, a few weeks remaining in the season, and especially where the Bills are, this is a must, must win. Is it a must win for the Cowboys? It is, but they know regardless they're getting into the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, one way or another. For Buffalo, you know, they're going to have to scratch and fight to get their butts in there.
1: Yeah, and they're uh, they're playing like it. They're playing really, really well right now. So it'll be fun to watch to see how they can uh, wrap up the season. But, Bo, thanks so much for joining us. we got to get out a little bit early. Um, but Merry Christmas to you and your family, and we'll do this again next Tuesday.
2: Hey, Merry Christmas to you and you guys. to so stay safe and enjoy the holidays with your family and friends. Thank
0: thanks, you, Bo. Much love. Good Thank you. Sure. Much love, my friend. You got it. Marchand, our friend in Eastern Ohio, covering the Pittsburgh Steelers and the NFL. This hour of our show brought to you every day by Hewlett and Dunn and if you haven't been out you still have time go out and see the historic square in Collierville that's where Hewlett Dunn that's where they are that's where they've been since 1961 and you want to feel like the good old days whatever you want to wax nostalgically about of how Christmas has passed how they've been we got them present right now in Collierville and stop by and visit with Charles and Laura Hall Charles started working there in his teens and now with his great teammate Laura they own the place known for all the boots but also accessories clothing cap for any team, any season. Ole Miss fans getting ready to go off to a bowl. The Tiger fans getting ready for the Liberty Bowl. They got a cap for you. Western wear, work boots, safety toe, soft toe, rubber boots, all the boots. The boots you may need along Tiger Lane for the Liberty Bowl. Boots for every occasion at Hewlett and Dunn. Put those boots on Ole Miss fans and wear them down to Atlanta next week to the Peach Bowl. From head to toe, they got you covered with every brand imaginable. Dan Post, Ariat, Anderson Bean, Whether for men or women in those jackets, Filson jackets, the perfect holiday gift. Men's and women's clothing, jeans, pants, shirts, shorts, outerwear, and the best duckhead collection you'll find anywhere. Charles and Laura Hall invite you to 111 North Center Street or visit HewlettDunn.com. But better yet, get by the square in Collierville. Hats, sunglasses, boot care products, and I mentioned the hats. Every area team, snapback, cool hat you can think of. Mississippi State, the Tigers, Tennessee, Ole Miss, the Razorbacks, and for travel, the bag selection, top-notch. HewlettDunn.com, but please visit and say hello at 111 North Center Street on the historic square in Collierville at Hewlett and Dunn.
1: Well, we got to get out of here early today for Ole Miss basketball versus Troy, so let's go ahead and get to Taco Bell Crunch Time.
0: This is for all the biggest crunch time. You are looking live. In your life have you seen anything like that? Goodbye,
1: no It's obviously crunch time.
0: Hammer, nail, coffin, this baby is over. The double steak grilled cheese burrito, so good. Double the steak with nacho cheese sauce, seasoned rice, red strips, sour cream, And the three-cheese blend wrapped inside a warm flour tortilla, with even more three-cheese blend grilled on the top. The double-steak grilled cheese burrito, it hits the spot now at Taco Bell. And at Taco Bell, when they say they are feeding people's lives with unexpected good, they mean it. Bowl food you can't get anywhere else.
1: Well, Brett, what I learned today is Aaron Rodgers made his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show and indicated that he would not be returning to the field this season for the New York Jets. He's been pushing to play. He's been talking about it. It's been in all of the headlines. But he said, um, if I was, quote, if I was 100% today, I'd be definitely pushing to play. But the fact is... The <laughs> I'm not. I never thought he good would judgment be back. Prevailed. Yeah, really good judgment. I never thought he would be back. I thought maybe if they were still in contention, he would try. I think a lot of this was more of him just wanting to prove that he could get back out there. See, I can get back onto the field after a torn ACL in what three and a half months? Ridiculous all around. I still love Aaron Rodgers, um, but I thought torn this Achilles. Was, torn Achilles. Yes, yeah. um, but uh, just
0: nobody comes back that
1: fast. No, I mean, it's impossible. I mean, so I think uh, you know, whatever, fun. the headlines, but it was crazy talk all around.
0: Uh, What I learned, the Eagles going the wrong way at the wrong time of year. Jalen Hurts is hurting and not playing well. And the Eagles so close last year in danger now of having to go on the road wild card weekend. They could lose out there on the road wild card weekend Mm -hmm. in the rut they're in.
1: Yes, no, they absolutely could. What I could have done without. Uh, Brett, did you hear uh, what happened to uh, the national sweetheart Tommy DeVito in his I, age? I heard he age? was Italian. Uh, yes, he is that, Italian. That has been confirmed. Uh, okay, maybe I don't know. We'll stop to look into it. Um, no, there's
0: trouble in paradise with Tommy there is DeVito.
1: Trouble in paradise, oh, no. um, according to some reports this this, way, uh, this morning. It really could. Uh, Tommy DeVito's agent had an agreement with that a, guy? Uh, Yes, that guy with a uh, New Jersey-based pizzeria to make an appearance on Tuesday.
0: This is a very Jersey story.
1: It really is. Um, but uh, the pizza. Establishment had to cancel the event because New York the uh, they reporter they said the New York Giants quarterback had doubled his appearance oh, fee. A According to them, it started off as ten thousand dollars, and their agent gave him a call after all of the recent success and said, "Actually." We can only do it for $20,000. So, Seriously. After all the success, his agent tried to make Bad a quick look. buck, and uh, now it is not playing out like he hoped it would have.
0: Yeah, and when he's on his eighth team, if that, in about three years, he'll yeah. probably regret big-timing his, 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 his home crew. But uh, his
1: agent did get into the Italian-American Hall of Fame or whatever. The they're Italian, is. huh? I didn't know that. In case you didn't know.
0: Could have done without the soul-crushing agony of the Lakers losing last night to the Knicks on the night that the fans were there. Everybody evocative of Kareem and Mm -hmm. Jerry West and Wilt and James Worthy and Magic. Mm -hmm. And the IST banner goes up (laughs) and the Lakers go down.
1: Brett, there was also uh, a dog in attendance. I don't know if you saw the the giant poodle, I think it was. It was sitting courtside and uh, got a lot of... Had a seat? Uh, uh, sitting under a seat, uh, he yeah. was he was laying there, you know, just enjoying Pits the pay? game, full freight? Good question. I don't know. Man,
2: I, I saw that too, Brian. Yeah, I think
1: he's like <laughs> a like a celebrity dog or something like that. I think he's celebrity like uh, famous on on you social. Don't think media we've lost our minds. Like well, yeah. maybe maybe <laughs> a celebrity little dog. Bit. Yeah, okay. maybe a
0: little bit. Oh, where are you being tonight, Brett? Being made in New Orleans, job mm-hmm. versus the Pelicans and. Maybe against his old buddy Zion. Yeah. Currently, the Pelicans in the seven seed Grizzly season reboots tonight. But good place to be tonight is FedEx Forum. You better get down there now and get in your seat.
1: Well, Brett, I was about to say today is really the day you need to be in multiple places on the beam machine. It, 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 allows, it allows that. It, it really does. And but uh, you're going to go to New Orleans, beam me down to FedEx Forum uh, to see twenty-two versus twenty-three, Memphis versus Virginia, Tony Bennett versus Penny Hardaway. Um, it's going to be a really, really good atmosphere tonight, a really good game tonight. Um, and uh, hopefully, Brett, what did you say earlier, in the 70s is what you want it to be? I,
0: I want it to be for the Tigers. Four NBA games tonight, yeah. only, f- only four top 25 college basketball games, two in this area. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We got the action next or one of
1: them. We got the action next. No, it's a lot of games tonight, but a lot of kind of meh on the schedule. really is. Um, in college basketball. Until Let's the see. weekend, there's a lot of that. Yeah, really. Let me get uh, the total. 41 college basketball games. That's Division One versus Division One games tonight. Um, and uh, you're right. Three of the top 25 teams are playing tonight in this area. So it'll be a lot of fun. But like I mentioned earlier, we're out early today. We got to get to Ole Miss. Verse Troy pregame starting at 5:30 uh, tip, 6 o'clock. So that's all the time we have today. Enjoy your night. If you're heading out to FedEx Forum, drive safe. We'll talk to you again tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock.